0: Alright, um, so yeah, we are back at it. Um, we are, this is a couple of days later. Um, uh, I'll probably put some interlude here, but we have lost Andrew. Uh, so what it comes down to now is if we have a tiebreaker, i am calling my wife. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, we'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, we're gonna finish up this round and probably the rest of it today. Uh, yeah, actually the rest of it we'll finish up. Yeah, we should be able to. Um... Yeah, there's only like eight more rounds after this. Uh, so yeah, uh, first starting off, um, "Spirited Away" versus "The Wind Rises." Oh man, so it doesn't
1: start off easy.
0: Yeah, um, I still haven't seen "Spirited Away" since I've. Uh, I, I need to rewatch it. Uh, I have seen it, um, but I need to rewatch it um, because at this point, the I am, I I haven't because I don't have that kind of connection and remembrance with it, mm-hmm. uh, it it's uh the wind rises is beating it right now from in my head okay um but that's not to say Spirited Away is not good yeah um
1: honestly I'm I'm inclined to agree with you uh, I do have an emotional connection Spirited Away I, w- I was talking about how it is the first Ghibli movie I've seen uh, and I feel like it is very <clears throat> if we were to if we were to discuss like which ones are the most quote-unquote, like, Ghibli or Miyazaki, Uh, I'd say Spirited Away has that over The Wind Rises. The Mm -hmm. Wind Rises definitely takes a more realistic approach Mm -hmm. uh, as compared to Spirited Away, which is just full-on, just Japanese culture painting uh, just just dropped in there. Um, But that's not to say The Wind Rises isn't also a very beautiful and fantastical-looking movie on top of being just a really good movie. Like... Mm -hmm. uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the Wind Rises was at least nominated for an Oscar, right? Um, I don't know. I don't think it won, but I think it did get something.
0: Uh, let's nope, it did not. Oh man. Uh it got a bunch of Award, uh, Golden Globe Awards and stuff like that, but... Oh, okay. So that's probably it. Accolades. 13 nominations and 17s for Best... Fr- oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. For so Best Animated Feature, including one anim- Academy Award nomination. Okay, so I should have typed in Academy Award, not Oscars. Okay,
1: so it didn't win it, though, it looks like it. Yeah, it got, it got the... Um, got the, nom- the nomination, though. Uh, I think that's how a lot of people found out about The Winter Rises, because this is kind of one of those... This, this is kind of after uh, Miyazaki's big boom, I want to say.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, this is... Uh, for his spirit of...
1: Well, I mean, Wind Rises is his last movie. Yeah. It's his uh, goodbye. Um, and it's, it's really a shame that not a lot of people know that.
0: Uh, I mean, he is coming out with another one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but... Um, where are your, the Academy Awards Accolades. Yeah, best, um, so Spirited Away won Best Animated. Oh, it won, won Best it. Animated, wow. Yeah, it was that's the good. only thing it was nominated for, but yeah, it won it. Hmm. Um, wow, that's pretty impressive, actually. That is really that's, impressive. I should have known that. Um, but yeah, for... <sighs> that doesn't make it easier for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, right now, I, I really wish I re-watched Spirited Away, thinking about it, because right now I really want to choose The Wind Rises. Um, and... I. I don't know if that's even like I'm not even entirely comfortable with that because the way, uh, spirited way is has such a uh, uh, existence in the world. I guess yeah. I don't know. People love this movie and um, what I, what oh I didn't, I didn't want to cut you off. No you... um yeah I don't know uh damn, this is not uh, while well, we're starting off like really <laughs> yeah what a tough one what a tough one I don't know how to keep going with this
1: one uh. Well, like I said, I think in terms of movie quality, I think the one rises has a beat. I think that there is a lot of. Uh, I, I think that overall, as a film, this one's uh, stronger. But I guess that really depends on what you look at uh, when you're when you're discussing like the strength of a. movie. They're kind
0: of two different films, which makes yeah. it a little. I mean, they're extremely different films. Um, yeah. Aside from the fact that they're both Miyazaki. Yeah. Um, one's a biopic. Uh, And the other one is a fantasy, like coming of age story, right? Full of Japanese mythology, and you know, and uh, Jesus, Finn, go away! (laughs) You can, you can make him go away. (laughs) It's all right. Uh, We got both our dogs in here right now, and they are uh, whining for attention. Yeah, but uh,
1: it's also hard because, like, you can't really say that either one is less his vision, because Spirited Away is is totally his vision, but The Wind Rises
0: kind of feels like almost a story about him, you know? Oh yeah, and that's, and yeah, I've been preaching that since I watched it. The fantasy sequences are very much like, I think his, like, the way he's, the way uh, Jiro connects to aviation and wants to fly, but can't because he's you know, just want he can't because uh, this is eyesight or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I kind of saw that in in Miyaza- well, in Miyazaki for whatever reason. Uh, I right. I saw a lot of Miyazaki like saying goodbye, and it's a big reflection on his. On I his think life. so. I think there's a lot of like him telling the audience about himself in this one. Right. It's I think that's why I think and that's why I really connect. To, well, not really connected, but that's what I really like about it, is that mm-hmm. it feels like I'm. He's talking to me specifically, right? And he's not, and he's like having a conversation with me. And then Spirited Away, yeah, um, while great fantastical journey, I didn't connect to it in that in that manner uh, right. when I first watched it. Again, I I really wish I rewatched it, but we could have an upset here. I am I'm I'm gonna I think I'm gonna choose. I'm just talking myself into the wind. where is. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with that too. It it
1: seems like more of an important reflection on the man behind spirited away and
0: for that reason i think it's Mm. it's just a stronger movie and i yeah and i think overall um all the plot points in the wind rises um i it it, miyazaki knows how to make a drama movie oh yeah um he i mean the ghibli does in general i mean uh, we talked about it last time but ghibli makes um can make can make action adventure movies but they usually they also make um coming of age like rooted in reality uh drama films um and they're i mean that's there's nothing fantastic. and and with pixar there isn't they're all they're all like adventure uh, pretty much almost every single time right i mean they are adventure movies every single time and they're kind of run of the mill each each and every time um and they, but they have their own little twist on it so uh i think Pixar has great ideas, and the wind rises. I mean, uh, Ghibli has great quality um, film. No matter what it works, what, what genre it goes for. No, I agree. Um. So yeah, I think uh, we have a first real upset here. This <laughs> yeah. is uh, this is uh, gonna cause a controversy, but yeah. uh, I mean, one of them had to go. One of them had to go, and honestly, the I I yeah, I agree with your sentiment that. It's more about the man behind Spirited Away, and I think that pushes it over the edge. Yeah. Um, for us, um, yeah, we're ge- we're grooving back into this. This has yeah, been, like too. I said, well, it's been two, it's been two weeks since we've done this. So, or two weeks, two days since we've done two this, and uh,
1: you are just,
0: yeah, he's uh, yeah. All right, continuing on, Inside Out versus the Tale of Princess Kaguya. <laughs> Another Jesus. tough one. This is uh, this is also a very tough one. Um. And kind of similar in their own ways. Uh, uh, I think Inside Out really doesn't
1: get enough credit these days. I think it really pushed Pixar back into the the spotlight, and not a lot of people talk about it. So, I mean, for a lot of people, this is probably, like, an easy one. I feel like a lot of people would go, oh, Princess Kaguya, (laughs) because Princess Kaguya is such a timeless movie. But Inside Out is... Uh, arguably just as timeless just has i'm been. gonna pro-
0: i'm gonna be arguing for both movies here i'm i'm not entirely sure which one I'm leaning toward yet because mm-hmm. they inside out is incredibly emotional i yeah. mean uh <laughs> <I>, you know <laughs> for it being about emotions of course right. it is right but um no i think there is such an importance about uh, for inside out that almost no movie talks about and it's how important your feelings are mm-hmm. and i don't I honestly don't think I've ever seen something, uh, at this subject tackled in this way and not nearly as well as it has in this yeah. way. If it has been, then, um, not as creative and, uh, touching as this way in this way. Cause mm-hmm. this little girl is, I mean, she's going through a lot. Um, yeah. and God, I love the ending or they just, she just, Ooh, It's a great ending. <laughs> I love, um, and I love the ending for inside out and her realization about how sadness is okay. Right. Um, really how like how all
1: the emotions are just as important as yes. joy. Mm-hmm. And it, it's such a, it's such a seamless and create creative, but also like realistic way to display that message. Cause like you can, you can definitely see, uh, Riley's, um, progression throughout the movie like where joy was like really necessary early on in her life uh it's also necessary for her to have those emotions like anger and sadness and fear just to sort of sort of get her through the different uh uh what's the word um Um, milestones
0: yeah also i i want to i want to praise amy poehler's performance in in this movie it is ridiculously good Mm -hmm. um amy poehler is uh a machine. I cannot <laughs> believe how great of an actor she is. She's amazing, and dude. she unfortunately just doesn't have the credit still. And yeah. even though she she practically carried Parks and Rec by herself, oh God, yeah, uh, she's a she's a driving force in that movie, um, in that show, and it, it's and in this movie too. Uh, she her voice is so perfect for that role. Um, oh yeah, and her her attitude, uh, her her typecast uh, is, I don't know, it's perfect and. <laughs> I love the moment when she she herself has a breakdown. I mean, she her whole point is being joy, but she herself has a breakdown in this one. The way it's acted is brilliant. Yeah. Um, it's again powerful. Uh, there are sacrifices made in this in this movie by. It, it, it's kind of weird to say that, but there are sacrifices made in this movie in, yeah. and Inside Out. Uh, uh, it's it's all fake sacrifices because none of them are real, anyways. But right,
1: but it's, they still manage to like make you feel for like. imaginary characters yeah Yeah.
0: and yeah yeah i don't know it's and and um and then you got the tale of princess kaguya which is like takes all your emotions and crumples them up in a ball and throws (laughs) them in the ocean and says fuck you yeah um yeah pretty much yeah yeah me and me and uh adonis were talking about this the next day and i just i can't think of something any more cruel than like having learning to to fall in love as a human. Yeah. Because and and then being taken back to who you actually were. Right. And I and that's why um so yeah, I guess we're going to we're going to uh, <laughs> I should have st- I started I should have st- started this um we're going to talk in depth about these movies now, so we're going into spoilers at this point. Oh yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I should have said something at, at the top of the show. Um but yeah, uh you can put a warning or something. Uh, actually what I'm going to do is record a small little snippet of me um, just uh, it's like a snippet of me talking and telling everyone what's up. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh the Tale of Princess Kaguya, it the for the first hour and a half it seems pretty delightful. Yeah. And then the last 30 minutes it comes around and in all the last 30 hour and a half it really comes to an end and it it's it's such a complete movie without you thinking it is. Um, because the whole hour and a half, you're wondering, like, okay, where is this going, though? Like, she's mm-hmm. having a good time, you, but you still have no idea where she comes from. Because when she, when she comes alive, she's, like, from a plant, you know? Mm-hmm. She comes from a plant, and it's, uh, and so, and then a guy comes, uh, an old man comes across her, and, <laughs> you know, they decide to raise her, I mean, and she, she grows, like, a bamboo stick. I think that's how they compare her, because she comes <laughs> from a bamboo stick. Right. And uh, and she's uh, they don't know, how, but they don't know how to um, parent her. Right. But they keep up with it anyways, and she gains status, and you're and a bunch of people co- become interested in her, and uh, yeah, and it's just about her be- learning how to uh, what a human is, and and she doesn't even realize that. That's the worst part. Is be, so she's been um pa- she's been banished from the moon which is like this suit and whatever race is on the moon is you know they're they got this perfect you know idea of the world they think you know humans are such trash and don't understand love and joy and they just willingly hurt each other and that's right. a ty- that's a stereotype we've seen a lot before um you know hu- yeah humans are garbage but there's yeah. also um you know beauty there um, but that's just something this society just doesn't see. Um, and then it, this, by the way, none of this reveals itself until the last 30 minutes, right? right? Cause you, like I said, you spend the first hour and a half just learning who this character is and mm-hmm. falling in love with her and, and to its point and to the movie's point, then you, then you're like, fuck, I actually know what's going on now. And... It worked well as a movie, is yeah. what I'm getting at. Yeah, I agree. Um,
1: I think, I, I I like that they didn't reveal it right away. It definitely uh, adds to the emotional mm-hmm. weight of the of the last, like, 30 minutes when you mm-hmm. start to realize what's going on. Uh, and it just makes, it makes the ending just yeah it's just so much harder, dude. This movie is like, this movie is as if, uh, it's like if you, it's like if, uh, I forgot her name for a second. Riley from uh, Inside Out. It's if she lost her emotion, lost her emotions, and then just never got them back. Like if there was that middle part of the movie where uh, joy and sadness are missing, and the other three don't know what to do, and she's starting to lose all of her core memories, and she's starting to lose what it's like to be human. But just imagine that. But then you don't have that classic Disney. Trope of everything's yeah. all right at the end because yeah. this
0: movie does not give you that everything's all right at the end. No, it, it doesn't. It leaves you on a fuck you. No, I mean there's really no no other way to put it. Like, uh, so yeah, so her pun- at one point during her stay on the moon where she lives, uh, she dreams of being a human because, or in some way, learning what a human what it means to be a human right. and what what it's like to feel as a human and have emotions as a human, right? And um, she she learns of this because her mom, I think it was, Um, uh, was it her mom. I thought it was like Kaguya's mom, uh, real mom. Yeah, her her like god mom person. Uh, something either that or her sister or a friend of hers. I don't know. She had the same experience, right? And she and it left her incredibly sad. Um, but it 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 fascinated Kaguya for whatever reason, and she tries to. I think, uh, just go visit at one point and they say, okay, uh, let's, uh, her punishment is then to experience life as a human and Mm. then take it away from her. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's utter bullshit. (laughs) It's just such utter bullshit. And I don't even know what this movie is trying to tell you. Uh, what it, I I think, uh, you said the other day it was, you don't know what you got until it's gone. Yeah. Um, but is it's. I don't even know if I can say that because it's she literally didn't know what she had. Yeah, that's true. She, you know, and and then when she, uh, so yeah, we have yet to get to it. By the and la- the last thirty minutes, she starts to realize, you know, she's not of this world, mm-hmm. and she under- and She realizes herself is being pulled back. You know, she feels it's time. The time is coming, right? And you know, she has this breakdown. And everyone's like, no, we'll we'll make sure you no one goes, right? You know, make sure you stay. And they're like, and she's like, you can try, but right. you know, it's not gonna happen. They're gods, you know. <laughs> so at one point, uh, you know, what? so it happens. Like they they have they, their whole home becomes a fort. They hire soldiers, and it's all for nothing. Uh, it's absolutely for nothing. Uh, these Buddhist looking dudes come down on on their cloud, you know, with their little parade. They grab kagua and the thing is is like the second they grab kagua she's forgotten literally everything. Yeah. All of her life is gone. Um and she's a blank slate, slate again. Right. Um and she doesn't even know what humans are anymore. Yeah. Uh and it's it is instant. It yeah. is instant. They they beg her they beg whatever deity this is to like stop and they're like you got like a like two seconds and then that's it we're gone you know and you know they they beg and they say bye to her and then it's heartbreaking you know these the way they're animated and Mm -hmm. the way their voice acted it's heartbreaking they're trying so hard and there's nothing they can do you know and then they they fly off and the greatest part of this movie is the little tear she has it right at the end Mm -hmm. i I don't think that will ever leave me. Um, they fly off, and on their way back to the moon, they're just in emptiness of space, and she feels this... She has this tear come down her face. Yeah. And it's it's like... At first, I was like, well, maybe she still does remember, and that's what what counts. And, it's, and then I realized, oh, she doesn't remember. All she knows is that there's a part of her that's gone. It's missing, yeah. And it's... And and it she doesn't know what that is, and that is even worse. Yeah. That's almost worse. It's... Jesus Christ, <laughs> that's that's the hardest thing because it's not like,
1: like yeah, that's that's even worse because it's like she she knows something's not there but she has no idea what it is and she's never gonna find out. Yeah, like, I... she's never gonna feel those things again. She just knows that she's missing because because that part of her, uh, like she she was raised by these people. Mm-hmm. Like even though she doesn't remember it, like that's still ingrained somewhere in there. Yes, and that's just yeah. And it's, rough, it's, it's
0: rough to, I, I, there's talk about unfair. Yeah. I, I don't like this movie at all. And I, <laughs> now we have to choose between a I, movie I really adore and another one I fucking hate, but think is amazing. It is done so well. Right. Um, and again, I don't know what it's about, like what it could possibly be trying to say. Right. Um, I guess, and to that credit, I might be choosing inside out, um, because inside out is incredibly important uh and relatable and no matter what age you are i mean it's about a 10 year old girl but Mm -hmm. honestly you can relate this to this at any time yeah um i feel like i mean as a 22 year old male i fucking cried you know i was like (laughs) oh my god yeah you're right it sucks (laughs) you know it can suck yeah i think inside out i think i'm leaning towards
1: that too because uh I'm still trying to figure out what kaguya is about too um i think some i think one of the messages is you don't know what you have until it's gone but i don't think that's like the main message i think there's a lot more there to unpack uh and i think that kaguya for its credit has a less predictable ending like with inside out like i said there it's a very classic disney trope you know everything's going to be okay in the end you know the characters are going to make it across this journey and everyone's going to be fine but also to Inside Out's credit, it really, really hits you before it gets there. Like you, this isn't an easy journey to get through. Even though you know in the end things will be okay, uh, it's rough uh, seeing such a relatable it, journey. Like even though it's fantasy, it's still like about human experience and human emotion. So like, yeah, no matter what age you are, no matter what gender you are. If you're human, you can watch this movie and go, "Oh, I know exactly what she's going through." Yeah, like I've I've been through that. So, like... yeah, in
0: some well, in some way, shape, or form, man, p- people have been through whatever she's going through, right? Right, and in some way, you know, in their own way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, um, uh, this is incredibly difficult. Um, uh, yeah, I guess I'm gonna pick Inside Out because I yeah. think it's just a a more important. There's more. There's more you can get from that movie. Mm-hmm and kaguya will just leave you mad and sad (laughs) um and it's a it's kaguya is a great beautiful film and i i don't know if i could recommend this movie because it's gonna make you mad uh, like it made me but uh i I would say
1: watch it with caution like
0: yeah i i yeah but inside out i think has just got more to say is more relatable uh uh, yeah, I think I have to choose it over Princess Kaguya. Yeah. I, I would rather watch Inside Out than Kaguya. I don't know if I'll ever watch Kaguya again. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I might just because I'm so fascinated with that ending and mm-hmm. how. Because Kaguya, if nothing evoked an emotional response out of me by the end of it, That's and true. and you know, I it, I very rarely get mad at a movie ever, mm-hmm. ever. And by the end of it, I was fucking irritated, and I was <laughs> I was confused and. And mad and you know hardly ever does a movie do that in a way that is not bullshit you know right (laughs) you know uh, a lot of times a movie can make you mad because it's stupid and you know but this one it's it
1: yeah yeah it's just it's a beautiful movie it's a well-done ending uh it's just such a heart-wrenching ending and you really i i i almost don't wish they changed it because i think that like It really completes the whole thing, but at the same time, I, I really hate that that's the ending, that that's, that that's what we got.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, yeah, what, (laughs) again, I just, I don't know what you can take from that. What, what, (laughs) you can't leave that experience with anything other than anger and you can't bring anything from that. There's nothing you can learn anything. I don't think anyways, I'm sure there's a lot to learn from that. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Um, this might require more watch threes, unfortunately. I, yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I guess I'm going to go inside out, um, keeping Pixar alive. Um, so let's do a quick count. Um, Ghibli versus Pixar. Of the Ghibli. Um, so before these last th- these last two rounds, I'm going to count the movie. Uh, we have Wind Rises Spirited Away. So that's two, uh, three Ghibli movies, four, five, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11 versus 1 2 3 4 5 6. So 6 versus 11 um, uh, Ghibli movies. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, that
1: might seem like a huge gap, but these are some pretty strong Pixar
0: movies. So, so yeah, that's it. what I think that's what i was going to get to. Um quality uh, the quantity of quality <laughs> the quality that uh that uh they put out consistent quality Ghibli yeah. does. Consistently, you can rely on something great in there. Yeah. Um, Pixar, sometimes this is the mark, but man, when they're on their game, they're on they're their on, goddamn yeah. game, man. Uh, and we got, we're getting there. Uh, here, like the next one, uh, Toy <laughs> Story and Toy Story 4. Oof. So this is, this will be interesting. This is very interesting. This um, is,
1: this is basically the. This is going to be which one do we like more at this point? Yeah, pretty much. This is basically the beginning of Pixar versus. not the ending of Pixar, because Pixar's still going. But, like, Toy Story has been such an important part of Pixar. It was
0: the last Pixar movie to come out, That's true, yeah. Well, yeah, because Nexus... No, 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 um, Onward.
1: Oh, that's right. Onward came out after, uh, and then Soul is next. Um, But even still, uh, Toy Story... We were were talking about this uh, last episode. Toy Story 1 and 4 are just such graphical, uh, technological story-wise achievements in Pixar's history that it's 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 actually kind of hard to to say which one is better than the other I think it really just does come down to which one we like more in terms of like a movie because they're both I mean they're both really I mean you look at Toy Story now and obviously it doesn't look as good because it's 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 years old yeah but it's almost as old as we are yeah but even for its time, like it looks, it looks pretty good.
0: Like the CG versus. I mean, yeah, it was it was groundbreaking when it came out. Yeah. It, I mean, it's pushed. Pixar has been pushing limits ever since then, right? Uh, and yeah, I, yeah, I think what it comes down to for this one is which one we would we rather watch, which one we like more, mm-hmm. or which one we think is uh, better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, because.
1: It's mm. funny because they both follow very similar beats too. Oh
0: yeah, all four, all four of them follow the exact same beat. Like, yeah. I, they get lost, they have to find their way home. You know, yeah. that's basically. One of them goes through an existential crisis.
1: Yeah, it kind of changes their worldview. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Woody's case, this will be the second time. Well, no, he goes through one every movie, but this will be like the second really big one because I think Toy Story three was all about his. His existential crisis, uh, not wanting
0: to leave Andy. I think so. All four of them have some sort of small. They have overall arcing themes that are almost essentially the same, but Mm -hmm. each one tackles um, them in a little different way, I think. Um, And I I think, uh, you know, the first one, it's about. I think the first one's more about Buzz than it is oh yeah for sure Uh, way more about buzz than it is woody i think woody is there to as a as an anchor yeah Um, woody's almost like the anchor antagonist yeah almost he and you know it and then in the second one woody is uh contemplating uh does he need andy in his life uh you know do i need uh this you know how should i do i need does like, like he does he need a kid, you know? Yeah, you know, I guess and it's weird to phrase it like that. But, <laughs> it's weird, uh, yeah, but but uh you know, and the third one, it's him moving on from Andy because his Andy's time has come, you know. Mm-hmm. And then in the fourth one it's him moving on and from all of it. Yeah.
1: Um, you know I think the fourth one is him finally uh finally embracing that he's so, I, I really don't know how to word this. So, But, like, in the first one, Woody is content with being a toy, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, that's his purpose. I'm a toy. My job is to... Yeah, I'm Andy's toy. Right, I'm yeah. Andy's toy. That's my job. And every toy has a job. I
0: make Andy happy. Right. And the world is fine.
1: Right. Uh... And I think the fourth one is just about coming to terms with the fact that, with or without Andy, he's still a part of this world. And he doesn't necessarily need to... <clears throat> to rely on a child
0: or like or making the child happy i, I think he's realizing his life's purpose isn't just making people uh, uh children happy right i don't think i think he's spent so long you know taking care of the other toys and making sure andy's happy you know and mm-hmm. then now moving on from andy to uh what's her name uh oh but Bo- bet bonnie 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. um yeah it's moving on to bonnie you know and then again letting her go right. by the end of the fourth one uh so yeah this is this is a tough choice this is a tough choice um do we do we start with the beginning of it or do we choose like the beginning of it all or the end of it all really <laughs> yeah, pretty much um i
1: really enjoy woody's uh progression and his character arc in the fourth one like, yes like yes love i love
0: how parts of the last movie kind of stick with the with his character right and same with buzz although yeah. buzz after this first one he's kind of the same yeah but.
1: i that's my biggest thing with the fourth one is that they don't really do much with buzz and buzz movie. is just a laughing stock yeah, <laughs> pretty much they try they they try so hard to keep him in the story though is my thing it's like because and and
0: because of that ending yeah i mean buzz wouldn't be who he is without woody yeah. And I I as important a part as Buzz is part of that story, he seems he's not really part of it. <laughs> right. You know, I I'm I have a feeling if they
1: do make a Toy Story five, we probably won't get Woody back. I'm I, thinking I'm thinking it'll probably be Buzz's story.
0: I yeah, I, I don't know if we'll do a five if I they do it, a five. I, I don't think know. they're done, but if they decide to Because yeah, I, I think if they do a five and then Woody's not in it, I don't know how on board I'll be. <laughs> I mean I don't think I was on board with four at, at, at in any way. I definitely wasn't when I heard about and it, and then I saw it. And I was like, okay, I was, I was, I was wrong, yeah. but it was pretty yeah. good. Uh, it wasn't necessary by any means, but um, damn, yeah. At the end of this one, but Woody, uh, Woody leaves and he says bye to Buzz, and it's a, it's a hard, it's a hard it's, scene. It's to a hard scene. Yeah, you know, it's pretty unexpected too. Yeah. Um, you're because you're just like, okay, cool. They they're back together and they're gonna. Oh, he's leaving. Oh, and then Buzz is also like, oh, you're leaving. And he's all... Buzz has a... There's, there's a hint of sadness in Buzz. I mean, of course. Yeah. But... I mean, there's... There's a look in Buzz's face where it's like... Man, I just lost one of the best friends I'll ever know. Yeah. You know, and... You know, I'm glad he's going on the greener pastures, but... Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and... there, It's a really... But he's also proud. He's very proud of Woody. Right. I, it's a It's a great... Again... Uh, it's almost a, a role reversal
1: when you think about it because... Like I said, in the first one... Yeah, I, that's really interesting. Yeah, right? I did not think about that. You're right. Like, it, like t- Woody's the one who's, like, confined to being someone's toy, and Buzz is the one who wants to get out there. Uh, and by the end of it all, Buzz is the one who stays with the kid, and Woody's the one who who gets out into the real world. Well, f-
0: to a further point, um, uh, in the first one, Woody is teaching Buzz, and... Uh, Telling him how to, you know, what he is and everything. And, you know, and and this one and the fourth one, Buzz is teaching him. Right. You know, there are very there are a couple of moments where Buzz and Woody sit down and talk. Right. And Buzz is, and Woody is like confused, but Buzz knows what to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, Buzz is, all, there's this great subplot where Buzz is like uh, follow, uh, following his inner voice. And <laughs> yeah. In the voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's a great little, that's kind of funny. But, uh, yeah. oh yeah,
1: like that, that scene in the, uh, in the alleyway, just outside of the antique shop, when mm-hmm. they're having like their big argument, and Buzz is kind of like, "I don't know if this is the best idea," you know, and like yeah. Woody's just not listening to him, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah, it's it's kind of like if this in, in Toy Story one, this would have been the other way around. Like, yeah, would have been Woody trying to get into Buzz's head. Mm-hmm. So yeah,
0: that's that. Yeah, I didn't think about that, but yeah. So damn. Uh, so the first one. Uh, the first one has things I I want to choose for it and the f- fourth one has things <laughs> yeah. I want to choose because of it um and this is by far kind of the hardest one. Yeah. And we just had inside out on Kaguya before this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh I I honestly don't know. I'm trying to think if I pick Toy Story 1, would I feel bad about 4? And I think if I picked Toy Story 1, I wouldn't feel nearly as bad as about 4 if I but I chose 4 and I feel bad, more bad about one. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. So I think because I think that's telling me I'm I'm leaning toward Toy Story one. Yeah. Uh, ooh, yeah. I that's think I'm gonna. I, I yeah. There. The, let's let's not be mistaken. I think because Toy Story one is what started it all, and um, it's such a kind of a more simple, less complicated uh, themes in this one. Uh, it's just a more fun story to watch. I don't know. I think just because it started at all, I think I'm going to choose Toy Story 1. I would agree with that. Uh yeah. Um I think Toy Story 4 has a little bit of a not necessary uh, with it. Yeah. It it's it's a it's a good story.
1: Uh and it's definitely a great send-off for Woody, but 3 was also a really good <laughs> send-off for Woody and the gang. I think if they had stopped at 3, it would have been just as impactful. Uh, because that was that was a, a tough scene, seeing Andy leave for college and seeing these toys stay there. But I, I understand that they kind of wanted to, to completely end Woody's story. Yeah. But but I think one, yeah, like one started it all. One is the reason we have two through four, and without one, and the rest
0: of Pixar. Yeah, you know? and the rest of Pixar. And Incredibles. Without, and... without
1: one and like Woody's Woody's journey and meeting Buzz, you wouldn't have these impactful scenes that are so important in the fourth one so i think one I, yeah i think if we're talking about toy story one and four and we have to choose i think one is probably a better option just because of that yeah i think
0: it's the right option yeah yeah um yeah uh i have one more thing i I wanted to say yeah um what i, I want to say one more thing uh, woody and buzz's relationship uh, probably the greatest on-screen friendships one of the oh, greatest 100 percent. one of the greatest ever uh, like right up there with Shaggy and Scooby and, oh yeah dude. Uh, like Luke and Han and, oh yeah yeah I mean you're uh, Toothless and Hiccup uh, right it's, it's yeah. an iconic duo dude. yeah it's something you really can't write uh, right. any better than that right. uh, so yeah uh, Toy Story 1 will be moving on it will face the winner of hold on Nausicaa and Kiki's Delivery Service Uh oh. Yeah, here we go, man. Um, uh, it's 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 uh
1: it's one after another this round.
0: Yeah, we're getting to the hard ones, the big boys now.
1: Fuck. Um, <laughs> I thought about this one too. Um,
0: this is uh difficult. Uh, uh, I love both of these movies, um, equally. Well, yeah, that's, that's not true. I love Kiki's. I have I personal connection to. I have a childhood connection to Kiki. Same. And Nausicaa, I've only no come to know about in the last four or five years um
1: it's tough nausicaa i saw as a child uh because it's one of my mom's favorite ghibli movies so we would watch that a bit but kiki's i've seen way more uh because i had it on dvd and because it would show up on cartoon network uh i would watch it uh pretty pretty much like almost every other weekend uh it would show up on tsunami and i would love it i'd be like oh kiki's is on
0: yeah Um, i i i don't know I don't know how you could, like, turn to... You could watch, you could start watching Kiki at any moment and just be glued to the screen, yeah, honestly. Dude. Like, if, if you could tear yourself away from that movie, you're just not a human being. Like, right. It is just the most delightful thing you could watch. And, I mean, I've never seen something more charming and happy and fun and... Right. Uh, yeah, and... Man, I, I'm talking about it. I think <laughs> I'm talking myself into it. Nausicaä is a nonstop journey from the first opening sequence to the last, you know. Oh, yeah. Um and the imagery in nausicaa is amazing. Uh I love uh the voice performances and Patrick Stewart is in it. Uh oh, yeah you know, uh, uh Mark Hamill is in it, uh Shila Buff is in it. Uh, Kristen, uh Kirsten uh Dunst I think is in it. Uh Mary Jane. Uh but Oh yeah Mary Jane Watson. Uh I don't know, uh, Nasuka. I think I'm gonna choose Kiki. Uh, I'm gonna make this. Yeah, easier. honestly, yeah. I'm gonna make this easy on us. Uh, I think I think we're due for one that's just pure bias, pure like. Oh yeah, I we mean, grew up with I mean, Kiki, dude. I think Nasuka has a more important message. Don't get me wrong. Uh, the, you know, it's was it's like a lot of Ghibli movies. It's about how the industrialization is killing Earth and everything. Right. And uh, how the Earth will come back and bite you, you know, if we keep going this direction. Right. Uh, and there's such a grand scale Nausicaa that's just so awesome. Yeah. Uh, especially that final scene where you just, because yeah, it all leads, so I don't want to explain all of Nausicaas because that would take too long, but the there's a forest taking taking over. I think we've actually talked about it a couple times. I uh, think we did last episode uh, or two. Even before we started all this, I think I brought it up in an episode before this, uh, but the forest is uh, the bugs in the forest are like it all leads to this massive outbreak of these bugs, these gigantic um, tank bugs mm-hmm. that just come out and um, are just swarming all over the place because of an egg that they ha- that the humans have, mm-hmm. um, and and that scene is is gripping as fuck it's awesome yeah. and the imagery and the sounds in it it's, I mean it's it's 80s as hell and it's it's classic anime like that's some iconic stuff there yeah um and her glider is great but again i think it's just i think kiki is
1: <sighs> i think a lot more people grew up with kiki's uh
0: delivery service yeah uh i i think kiki is just i think kiki is a better film <laughs> <laughs> i mean i that's that's weird to say i think nausica is probably more well put together and uh more action driven and more adventure driven and there's it's easier to watch but kiki like i said earlier kiki's delivery service you can sit down at any moment and just just love it yeah you know i mean i don't know who could not like this movie you right. know it's just so delightful and on un- on unharming and and just so nice and the the image and the uh the animation is beautiful yeah. i mean like always in the ghibli movies but uh i love the setting of, of all of it i mean god give miyazaki loves the his settings uh yeah dude i mean the ghibli loves its settings uh, no matter where they love the countryside setting um the small town setting mm-hmm. uh and then sometimes it'll touch like bigger settings like japan and stuff but it really loves this countryside feel um and being in t- tune with nature and one w- yeah. and one another and yeah i think i'm gonna choose kiki um yeah. do
1: you know there's a live action film is there really yeah i don't know if it's out yet but i think netflix
0: actually produced it oh, geez i don't know if i'll watch that <laughs> i don't know either. i don't know if, i don't think it'll become nearly as good as this movie but no uh yeah kiki will move on to face toy story <laughs> That'll be tough. Um, we move on to Princess Mononoke versus Toy Story 2. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, again, I think last time we talked about it, Mononoke, I I watched and was, uh, I think it's great. Mm -hmm. Um, hmm. I'm leaning toward Mononoke right now in my head. Uh, because I don't think it has much on Toy Story 2, uh, Toy Story 2 has much on Mononoke, honestly.
1: No, I agree. I think Toy Story 2 is a, a really good, a, an amazing sequel, like,
0: a really good follow-up to the first one, um... For what it is, Toy Story is great. Toy Story 2 is great. Yeah. Um, putting it, pinning it up against Mononoke, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a little different. You know, that's like, <laughs> that's like saying Lord of the Rings is, I mean, uh... Um, never mind i'm gonna i don't, i do not know i couldn't <laughs> think of one so <laughs> i came up with something um uh, but no uh, yeah i don't know uh toy story 2 is really good um has a lot it, it builds off the first one a lot mm-hmm. um Fraser's in it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but no i don't i think it's just uh, such a smaller story compared to mononoke and, Yeah. Uh, comparing the two is just apples and oranges uh, i think so too uh yeah, I'm leaning toward Mononoke. Uh, is there anything else you want to say about it? No, I, I agree entirely. I
1: think Mononoke is a much uh, more important film. I think it's better. Uh, not not to take anything away from either of these movies, uh, but I just think that yeah, I think it's it's a very hard thing to com- to compare. Like to compare these two movies, I think Toy Story 2 is good for good for what it is. Uh, it introduces a lot of great characters that do show up in the in the next two Toy Stories, but. I think honestly, I think I, I honestly, if I if I had to skip any Toy Story, it would probably
0: be two. You know, yeah, like, uh, two is like the easy, easily the most like forgettable. Yeah, because uh, it, it, because the end of it doesn't have that gut that gut punch. You know right. that a lot of the rest the the rest of them do. Right. Uh, it's just a fun adventure movie, and it's short. It's very short. Um, well, Jesse's Jesse's character is kind of sad. Yeah jesse yeah, has true. a song in there that's like damn <laughs> yeah. but even still you get
1: more of jesse's character in the third one yeah like that's when it that's really true yeah, yeah she 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 <laughs>
0: becomes a different level on that one yeah uh she's funny in that Yeah. Uh, yeah i don't know um uh, yeah i think mononoke is the right choice here all right uh, it will go on to face the winner of only yesterday and how's moving castle <sighs> Have you seen Only Yesterday yet? Yeah, yeah. You, so you watched it? Yeah, I watched oh, it. Oh, yeah, we we already, you already had watched it before. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry.
1: The one I missed was, I think, Ocean Waves and uh, one other. But I don't think it made it to the last round, so.
0: I've seen all of these ones. huh yeah. Uh, Only Yesterday versus Howl's Moving Castle. This is difficult. This is um, very Again, difficult. this is another fantasy movie versus a drama movie. Yeah. Uh, Both, oh, both so good for what they are, dude. I, like.
1: I only yesterday might be their best. I, I don't know if I want to say their best drama, but up there, like really up there, and *House castle to me is definitely one of their best fantasies.
0: Mm-hmm. This is uh, <sighs> this is di- difficult. I really? I'm leaning toward only yesterday right now. Yeah. Uh, I think just Daisy Daisy Ridley's performance and uh her character study as uh... I don't remember her name in the movie. But her her character and only yesterday is, she's she's brilliant. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, it, it seems like she's going through a lot, but I mean, on the outside, she is just such a ha- happy person. Mm-hmm. I mean, she really is. Like, it seems like she's going through something, but really, she is just like, um, she knows who she is, and she's well. That's not true. She's trying. She's still trying to figure out who she is, but, uh she knows what she her place in life mm-hmm. and uh, that's not even true <laughs> i don't know what I'm getting at uh uh she, can you take over for me i don't know where I, to go from, I
1: don't know where to go from there you're trying to say like she not necessarily that she knows who she
0: is but that she uh she's not necessarily lost right no. you know she's not like going to the countryside to like get some perspective or anything she's going right. to the countryside to relax She's aware of her place in life. She's maybe it's not like the everything. ideal, you know, right. the ideal situation she'd love. But um, I think, you know, I think there's um, talk in that movie like she won't find love because she's just not ready for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's not looking for it, and she doesn't have a a boyfriend or anything, even though she's like twenty eight years old, okay. um, and. And just she has so many monologues, and she, where she remembers her her life, and then she has so many great scenes, uh, talking scenes, uh, almost Tarantino-esque talking scenes. Oh, the uh, with, dialogue in this movie is great. Yeah, with uh, like just another guy, and they're talking about her and her life, and uh, yeah, like you said, the dialogue is great. Um, yeah,
1: that's a that's another thing too that uh, a lot of these Ghibli movies, but especially only yesterday. Uh, I mean, a lot of people discount. Movies like this, I think, because they're animated. Mm. So you assume because it's animated, it's not going to have as much of an impact or as much of a... Uh, like, you you hear character study, you hear animated character study, and you go... Ah, really? Yeah, yeah. really you know, okay. it's not, it,
0: doesn't, it, it seems like a character study can only be done live action because... Right. Cause to get in that kind of role, you need to be there, almost. Right, but, you gotta be like Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, some like method acting shit, right. you know. You expect that when it comes to a character study, but... Right. But no,
1: I, this one, this one really does an amazing job.
0: And, and it, again, there's no drama in this movie at all. Um, I mean, if you count what she's remembering in her past as drama, then yeah. Um, because, again, it's, there's stretches where she remembers her, like, f- fifth grade self, or whatever. Mm. Um
1: there's no traditional like heartbreaking drama though like it's not like a it, it's not something like the wind rises or i guess princess kaguya where like you'll get a lot of dramatic scenes and dramatic moments it's more of a uh
0: it's more of a slice of life kind of thing okay you say? yeah yeah um sorry i got distracted with uh, no i agree of sli- mm-hmm. slice of life um and then we, and then you compare it to How's Moving Castle, which is also delightful <laughs> mm-hmm. and super fun. And but it, it, it's comparing apples and oranges. It's uh, yeah.
1: I'll I'll agree. How's Moving Castle uh, is a really super fun movie. I think it. Uh, the reason I say it's one of the best fantasy movies is because oh it, yeah, I agree. It, it it like exists in that realm realm of fantasy, but also subverts. Uh, a it doesn't lot of, like rely on it. Right. Right. Uh, like we were talking before, Hal uh, is such an interesting character because he isn't the typical fantasy hero that no, he's, you'd, uh, you'd expect in in these kind of stories. Yeah,
0: no, I'm just thinking about Hal makes me laugh. He's <laughs> yeah. so he's so ridiculous. Uh, yeah, and uh, and Christian Bale's performance is great. Oh, uh, that's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. I love
1: I love Billy Crystal as um Calcifer. Calcifer. Uh I can't remember who who plays the girl, but I think she does a great job too.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Uh. I might. I'm gonna pick only yesterday. That's fine. And my and my reasoning is I think only yesterday has more to say. Mm-hmm. Whereas Howl's Moving Castle is just fun, pure fun. House Moving Castle. I mean, it has messages, option. and there's messages in there, and for sure yeah. they're riddled throughout. Um, but, damn, it, I think it, I think what. What I'm basing it off is I think uh, there is just more to chew in Only Yesterday. Yeah. And everything on Howl's Moving Castle is kind of surface level. Yeah.
1: Howl's Moving Castle is the safer option. I think if you look at it, you'll know what you're getting. Uh, and you,
0: you, you now, do know what you're getting. And now is Howl's Moving Castle more watchable? Absolutely. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Only Yesterday, you can def- you could just have it on in the background. You don't even have to watch it. Right. Like, except maybe that last, like... 10 minutes you absolutely should watch last. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. so it's so awesome um and and again um if only yesterday didn't have that last like 10 minutes where it i don't think i would have loved it as an i because i remember thinking like as i was watching that that little musical piece play out i was like oh i like this movie yeah and then by the end of that two minute section i was like oh i love this movie yeah like i was liking it and appreciating it as i was watching it but it's not exactly like like exciting or anything. Yeah. And then she has this great this great revelation by the end of it and it's such a it's so well done and it's so beautiful and I I think that last ten minutes makes that movie so great. No, I uh, agree. I
1: think it's I think it's a movie everyone should watch, especially if yes. you don't think animated movies can can be on par with other character studies. Cause I, I, exactly. I think only yesterday could definitely match some, some Daniel day Lewis performances. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like Daisy really does an amazing job. And I think, I definitely think you should not discount this only because it's, it's an animated Ghibli movie.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, so I, I think I'm picking only yesterday. All right. Um, it's crazy. This. I didn't know what this movie was until two weeks ago. And now it's like one of my favorite yeah. Ghibli's, um, Easily. Um, And I... Yeah, it's going far. It's going to the quarterfinals. It'll face Princess Mononoke. Ooh, that'll be tough. (sighs) All right, we move on to Grave of the Fireflies versus The Incredibles. Could not have a more bizarre matchup than these two. Um, So for this kind of matchup, I guess, do we choose what's more important or what's more watchable? Yeah, that's the tough thing, isn't it? Um, Because... Those are easily distinguishable for yeah. these two ones, right? Yeah. Um, I think my initial reaction is to say get Rave of the Fireflies, its importance is is more is is uh, weighing me down more than the Incredibles uh, watchableness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I'm getting I think it That's my that's also my
1: initial thought. I'm I'm trying to think of reasons to not just immediately choose it. And though. here's the
0: thing: of the Fireflies." I didn't watch and go, "Wow!" That I mean, I did go, "Wow!" Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I I went, but it didn't go. It didn't make me go. I didn't have an emotional reaction to this. I I don't think I cried in this one. No. And this is which is weird to say because, and I think because the movie gives itself away at first. Yeah. I don't think it. Honestly, if I'd be curious to know if it didn't start the way it did, if I would have. Uh, had a different connection to it because it lets you know they're all going to die yeah um none of them are going to make it um and that's what this movie is um watching these people survive then die yeah you know it's and it's hard to say that's uh you can't watch this movie and go that uh well, I, I, I don't know why I watched that. I didn't need to see it. I don't know who w- could watch this movie and go, wow, that was eye-opening, you know? Right. Um, it's... Jeez. And The Incredibles, to it's... The Incredibles is uh, Pixar at its best. I mean, it's top three Pixar for me. Oh, for sure. Um, and oh, this is not easy. It's not. <laughs> wow, like, we keep saying that, right? But... Uh, <laughs> um, it's it's tough. It's The Incredibles has such great um energy in it yeah. and it it's got twists and turns and the action and is great and it never it just doesn't stop moving and right. got it. And whatever the first one has, I think the second one does a little too full uh, even a bit better in some ways. I think because The Incredibles was the first to do it. It was the first one. I, I just think cuz of the first it's the first one it's better. Than the second one. Mm. Honestly, I haven't had that conversation of my, with myself yet. Do we think the first one's better than the second
1: one? Personally, I like the first one more than the second one. I think we talked a little bit about I think this, you're right. The, about the, my issues the with enemy, the second one. The,
0: this, the villain. Yeah. I but, think Syndrome's a stronger villain than...
1: To be fair, I have only seen the second one once, so I definitely need to rewatch that. I have and... seen the second one
0: multiple times like it's in my wheelhouse i've seen that one hundreds of times
1: um, i need to watch it more i mean i have netflix and disney plus so there's no excuse i just haven't really pressed play yet um
0: and yeah and the the performances and the incredibles as well are it, just i yeah you don't get much better voice acting cast than right, that right. Um, you,
1: you also get such a i mean think about how uh how uh Think about how audience reacted to like Avengers Infinity War and in Endgame, right? I don't think that you you can have such an incredible uh, emotional reaction without seeing these characters as like a family, because um, you you see characters like Tony Stark and Captain America and Black Widow and the Hulk, and I promise I'm getting somewhere with the Incredibles. I didn't just go off into a tangent. Um, I mean I did, but it's for a reason. Um, <laughs> You have these characters, and you sort of see... You see them as, like, this family of superheroes. And so when you have, like, this... This final battle that takes place over years and years of movies and years of seeing this family come together, uh, that's really emotional. And The Incredibles does that in, like, a two-hour runtime, I think, because you have this this basic 50s slash 60s nuclear family model uh, of, like, a father and a mother and a, a daughter and a son and then another son... Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and it does such a great job of making you connect to these characters both as superheroes and as a family as like normal people like I love the scenes with like Dash in school or like the scenes where they're arguing at dinner or where she, when she catches him you talked about this a bit before uh, when she catches him after uh, the fire and they're like having that argument mm-hmm. late at night Um, uh, they're, <laughs> they're arguing about like um, about his promotion to, to the next grade or something yeah uh, and I think that makes that really, dialogue the yeah. dialogue
0: oh yeah I, that's something I gotta say that's I, the dialogue in the Incredibles is kind of underrated yeah it's incredibly it really underrated, underrated because it's so sneaky yeah. and it it's so layered and it, yeah it's really really good mm-hmm. um, there is nothing surface level when it comes to the I mean there's nothing really surface levels when it comes to the dialogue in the in that movie Um yeah, no. Um, Grave of the Fireflies. Uh, I don't think I could say all, all the same things I'm saying about The Incredibles. I don't think I could say great performances or right. or or great um, watchable things. Or um, Grave of Fireflies is it's just a singular experience, and, and right. you know you don't you go from scene to scene. You just slog from from one to another, and you know oh great, what terrible thing are they going to go through now? You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's it it never seems to end um, until it does. And The Incredibles, you you forget you're watching a movie, you know. Um, right. Yeah, The Grave of Fireflies is more of an experience than a. It's a it's
1: it's important. It's an important movie because I think that like, it definitely shows. <sighs> it shows these events from a different lens. So
0: yeah, do we do we choose Incredibles because it's more watchable, or do we choose The Grave of the Fireflies because it's it's more important? I think I want to go with The Incredibles just because... It's, I'm talking myself into Incredibles, too, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think it's just watchable.
1: Like, it's fun, but I think it's also a really well-done movie. Like you said, yes. the dialogue is not surface level. There is so much to... There, I've I've seen that movie countless times, and there's still stuff I'm picking up on mm-hmm. uh, when someone says a certain thing. Like, for the longest time, I didn't know uh, the whole thing about the Mill no Capes thing mm-hmm. until someone pointed out... Uh, that Edna probably feels like really, really responsible for the deaths of a lot of these people. Mm-hmm. Cause she built, she designed their suits. Uh, mm. and I'm like, wow, that kind of just makes a,
0: a funny side character, a tragic character. Yeah. Out of nowhere, right. dude. I um, designed for God. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, her and her react, her, her introduction to that movie is very comedic. Right. But when Bob is going through and they have a, they have this small conversation and you know, it, They talk about, you know, their lives now after, uh, the superhero thing, um, went down and Mm. there, there are hints of, you know, tragedy like you, like you said, there are hints of tragedy in her life too. Mm. You know, she's, she's kind of sad, that she can't, she can't design for superheroes anymore because that was her thing. You know, she designed for superheroes. Now she, she thinks she, I mean, she designs for like whatever now Um, and it's, she feels like it's beneath her or whatever. Right. Um. I Used to design for gods, you know. Yeah, so I mean, there's just so many small snippets of things in there. That, oh man, I'm talking myself in the into the Incredibles, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm gonna choose the Incredibles, yeah. I think I'll okay, be- all right. Um, damn, that was that's an upset. I think <laughs> I think that's an upset. I mean, this is not to discount the, the importance of Grave of Fireflies, but I think, yeah, no, I think. I think everyone should see it. It's kind of like
1: Schindler's List versus Saving Private Ryan in a way. Like, yeah. I,
0: well, and
1: like everyone should watch Schindler's List once, but I don't think I'd go out and say.
0: I, I think I don't think in Grave of Fireflies. There's a lot to unpack. I think it's more just like, it, like I said, it's just an experience, you know, yeah. um, and not a good one, not a fun one. <laughs> not uh, a fun it's point not point. supposed to be. Um, right. You know you're supposed to understand what the casualties of war by the end are what you're like if you think you understand what casualties of war are by the end of this movie you will have a different different definition man right uh, it it'll it'll show you consequences you never thought about right um, and yeah again Grave of Fireflies perf I mean amazing movie. Uh, Again, but I think it's just because it's more of an experience rather than a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's why The Incredibles wins, because you could watch The Incredibles anytime, any day, right. and love it. Um, so, yeah. I'm going to pause it real quick while I go to the bathroom. All right. All right. Um, we we go on to the last uh, matchup um, for this round. Uh, Wally versus The Castle of Cagliostro. This is um this is kind of interesting. Uh, we have two delightful like fun adventure movies, um, very contained small movies, mm-hmm. um, with bigger messages behind them. Uh, and they're both done at pretty much the same level. Um, yeah. honestly, uh, yeah, I don't know where to go from here. Uh, what do you what do you think?
1: Man, I don't know. I want to choose Wally because it's. Uh, I'm leaning toward Wally too. Not not just uh, and it's not just like a really fun adventure. It's also like a really important message, um, mm-hmm. and one that that Pixar does really well. I know last episode I talked a bit about Wally uh, and how I wasn't super super into it, um, but that does that's not to take away from the importance. Like I'm fully aware of how important Wally is and how good of a movie it is uh personally i just liked onward more that's why i was going for it uh
0: yeah but now it's like i think i'm i think i'm i um, thinking wally um cagliostro has a, a actually kind of a small message right at the end mm-hmm. um because he frees her and then um this dam opens up and it reveals a bunch of like um, archaeology and stuff and there's like a nice little message about you know what history is and stuff right, like that yeah. and uh you know how it relates to the movie itself um and keglio shows is, is it has a great like heisty things and um anime may heisty things about it mm. uh I love the small little car chase in the beginning oh yeah. Uh, and then I don't know this the story seems to just randomly go in this direction it, it seems like a con, like a random side story. The whole story seems a random side story. Yeah. But, um, which I mean, in a way, it kind of is because
1: this isn't like Lupin isn't exactly uh, Ghibli or Miyazaki's uh, character. No, so. he's uh, he's been
0: around for a while. Yeah. And this this version of Lupin apparently is a bit more. I think I've said it, but a, a bit more righteous than the other ones. Right. Uh, the other one is the other. Uh, he's portrayed as like an actual burglar. And, yeah. Like doesn't really care uh, but yeah uh yeah i think i'm leaning toward wally because um overall i think those the bigger message is there yeah and
1: bigger message wrapped in great storytelling great i acting. think so too
0: uh i the great storytelling because with very minimal uh dialogue mm-hmm. i i think the script for that thing must have been like 15 pages long <laughs> yeah. honestly uh animation
1: still holds up today despite this it this came out in like 2009 didn't it yeah
0: it's it's over 10 years old
1: um which is it's it's just wild wild and like kind of sad that this is this movie is almost over 10 years old and the message it's trying to tell us is one that we are still yep as as a nation as a uh, as a planet kind of ignoring yeah
0: <laughs> all right yeah i don't think this one's too hard uh, i'm gonna choose wally yeah Alright, Wally will go up against The Incredibles in the quarterfinals, and we will move on to the quarterfinals right now. Alright, uh, right. so, quarterfinals, uh, Wind Rises versus Inside Out. Ooh, okay. Um,
1: once again, two movies that kind of talk about the meaning behind humanness. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, most, of the, most Ghibli Pixar movies do, but... I mean you have Inside Out which is just like the the inner workings of human emotion and then you have The Wind Rises which is like really looking at like the life of of a creative. Mhm. That's um, a biopic.
0: Yeah. Um but is it a biopic on Jiro Hisho? Uh Jiro or Miyazaki, you know. I think it's
1: a little bit of both. I yeah, think he's of I think he's projecting himself onto like who I can only imagine is maybe like a childhood hero of his. Mhm. Because he, he, he really uh, took care telling
0: this guy's story. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah, there's a clear love of aviation in this, mm-hmm. which is something Miyazaki is known for. Uh, Porco Rosso, uh, this movie, uh, uh, The Castle in the Sky, all, right. all that stuff. There's a great, great aviation stuff in it. Um, and... <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't know um, how to compare these two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, both equally important in their own way, mm-hmm. especially The End of the Wind Rises, um, you're talking about how his machines were used for war, mm-hmm. um, but he didn't care because they were beautiful machines. Right. Even though they were, his beautiful machines were used for war. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, that, damn, this is difficult, more this difficult than I thought. Um, I'm, I'm leaning toward Inside Out right now. Yeah. Um, I think Inside Out, I connect with a bit more. I think we're getting to that stage. Uh, which Connection, one do I like a bit yeah. more? Because uh, r- the rest of the movies we have, we have Wind Rises, Inside Out, Toy Story, Kiki, um, Princess Mononoke, and o- Only Yesterday, and The Incredibles and Wally. Wally got a lot fa- farther than I thought it would. Yeah. Um, I, but. Damn, this is t- difficult. Um yeah, I think I'm I'm leaning toward Inside Out. I I liked I think I'd rather watch Inside Out b- before the Wind Rises. Yeah. Um we're
1: we're finally at a point where like quality of the movie isn't yeah. really an issue because these are all I mean, they all made it to the final round because they are really good movies. Um and I think I agree with you because as much as I like The Wind Rises, uh it looks it's more like i'm i'm peering into the the mind and experience of someone else and there are definitely things i can relate to in the movie and there's definitely like like one like the the simple message of wanting to see your your dreams come true like that's something i think everyone can relate to but inside out is is just about like human connection like as a whole like on the ground level and, like, we, we already talked about it last round. It's just, it's so easy to relate to Riley. Uh, they really did a good job of making a character that isn't, uh, that it, it's her own character, but isn't so different from, like, just human experience and human, uh, yeah, human experience in general. So, like, I think anybody could r- relate to the to Inside Out, not The Wind Rises.
0: Uh, yeah, quick aside, uh, I just want to say, Ghibli, and we got four Ghibli movies and four Pixar movies. Pixar kind of really? took that last round, man. Wow, dude. It killed all of those uh, those uh, Miyazaki movies. So, wow. Uh, dang. Well, like we said, it's it's really about the, the like, quality like, over the quality. I think um, when Pixar is on its game, it's on its game, and mm. it's hard to beat. Um, it is. Uh, yeah, I think... uh whew. I think and it sucks, too, because I, I think some of the best... I think Inside Out... I mean, uh, Finding Nemo, I think, still should be up here somewhere. Um, yeah. That's just me. I mean, Finding Nemo lost to... to uh, what was it? Um, to Kiki's. To Kiki, and that's just not fair, you know. <laughs> yeah. That early on, you know, that's not fair. But it is what it is. Um, I think I'm going to choose Inside Out. Yeah. Um, I think Inside Out, um, more relatable, more watchable, mm. um, more enjoyable. Uh, yeah, the more,
1: the more we talk about Inside Out, the more I want to go and watch it. Yeah, I right. Think that's that's something definitely to take credit for.
0: All right, Inside Out. We'll move on to the semifinals. Damn, look Oof. at you go! All right, Toy Story versus Kiki's Delivery Service. <sighs> this is so. Um, I'm gonna pull the trigger. I'm gonna pull it early, Kiki. Yeah. I'm gonna pull it very I'm early. Really,
1: I'm really glad you said it because I didn't want to say it. Um, yeah, dude. Kiki's is just it's. I mean, uh, I grew up watching both of these movies. There, I've seen them both. I'm sure uh, a very similar amount of times, which is somewhere between 200 and way too much. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but man, Kiki is just like y- like you said it before. You can't you can't put on Kiki's and turn away from it. Yeah, like, if someone just, were to put it on right now, there's no way I could. I could we'd focus stop. On we'd the stop guys. the podcast. Yeah. and Just finish watching it, and they go, "Oh wait, <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good movie. The music, the acting." Especially in the dub. I've never seen the sub, but the dub is just really good. Um, the music, the acting, the the story.
0: This is, uh, I think I brought it up last time. <sighs> <sighs> Hold on. Uh, Yeah, where were we?
1: Um, you were mentioning something. Uh... uh, you didn't get into it,
0: though. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I did. I was, wasn't I? Uh, well... Yeah, um, I'm picking Kiki's Delivery Service because I think I'd pick I watch that over this one over Toy Story. because yeah. I think, like you said, we're at a point where quality is just they're both at the same level, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I don't know. This is difficult, um, but yeah, I'm picking. To, I'm I'm leaning toward Kiki because I have, just have such a fond love for that movie, and I think mm-hmm. I'd watch it before Toy Story. Yeah, it's uh. it's yeah.
1: I mean, like I think it's. And I think that that goes for anybody. I think if I showed my brothers Kiki's delivery service today, they would love it.
0: Okay. Um, that that was strange. Um, apparently, it stopped recording. Um, I just listened. We uh, we it stopped recording right as we decided that Kiki was gonna win. Oh. Um, that sucks. Um, we went. On, we kept recording, and I don't know why it stopped. Um, honestly, but. Uh, we kept going and we already picked the winners of Princess Mononoke versus only yesterday. Uh, we did we picked only yesterday. I think our reasoning was that um, we like the dialogue more, yeah, um, the acting more and uh, I think while we think Mononoke is a bigger has a bigger message as a bigger movie in scale, um, more important uh, everything's there. I think the storytelling in only yesterday. Its uniqueness for being a character study for a Ghibli movie, mm-hmm. um, and the acting, and again the dialogue, uh, and most importantly that last five minutes with that little, I think that's why we chose only yesterday. I um, it ever. I'm gonna silently look out if if it ever won anything big. This is an old movie. It's back in the '90s. Um, but and oh, then, but I, I doubt it. I don't think there were two. And then uh, we had Incredibles versus Wally. Uh, we made that a very easy decision. Uh, we chose the Incredibles uh, we think Wally is a great small little adventure um, very very clever with its dialogue um, and its lack of and, and pr- pretty impressive um, storytelling but I think uh, when it comes down to it the Incredibles how layered its dialogue is how much how much fun it is uh, the action in it I think uh, how much watchable it is we're not at a point of quality which one's a better movie we're at a point of which one we like more right yeah um, and yeah, uh. Oh man, uh. Interruptions galore. Oh, <laughs> we keep getting interrupted. We're trying so desperately to finish this episode. <laughs> all right, um. <laughs> first, with the dog, then we realized I didn't really start recording, and now now our parent, my wife got home. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. <laughs> uh, all right, um, we move on to the semifinals. Um, Inside Out versus Kiki's Delivery Service. Hmm. We've been praising
1: these movies since the jump. Now we have to...
0: Now we have to choose. Yeah. Yeah. This is where it gets even more difficult. Yeah. Um, which one would I rather watch first? Um, I think Kiki wins there. Yeah. Uh, which one do I think is more important? Inside Out wins there. So, uh, um, which one do I connect to more? I think Inside
1: Out also wins, but that's... I mean, it's not fair. It's about connecting.
0: Um... um man. This is going to take some time. Um At at the end of the day, I don't think I'm going to be happy with it with my 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 decision. I don't know no. what it is. Either um, way, it's going to be tough. We're going to have to <sighs> All right. Um there is no right answer here. I'm going to pick Kiki. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um which which are you p- picking? I'm thinking about Okay,
1: so I'm I'm throwing I'm throwing quality aside because these are both incredible movies. Uh, I connect to them both for different reasons. Uh, inside Out because it's about human connection, and it does a great job of it. Kiki's Delivery Service because it's it's just a part of my childhood. Like, like okay. I, I uh, man, yeah. I think I'll join you on Kiki's because it's it's also about like which one I would put on first. If you were if you were to matrix style have
0: two yeah
1: have two dvds in front of me which one would i grab first i would probably grab kiki's and put it on
0: yeah like yeah i mean i again there's i don't think i think we're to a point where it's just not fair yeah um we have to choose one i'm picking kiki's because i think i like it more yeah. um and yeah i'd probably put it in before before inside out um, yeah. yeah um kiki will go i said at the very beginning kiki could go very far um, and it's, it's And, almost it, there. and it, it was in a play-in round, you know, because uh, it's one of the lower-rated Ghibli – well, not lower-rated, but um, it – so it will move uh, – well, I don't know why I can't give it a – that's why. Okay, there we go. All right. It will go on to the finals and face only yesterday or the Incredibles. Oh man! This is a harder one because they they these are completely different movies. Um, I, I can't even pull the trigger early on this one. <laughs> no, I I don't know which I don't know what I'm initially leaning toward either. Um, you know, I think have been thinking about it. That's lucky we we have yet to have a tiebreaker. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, we got. We, I think we're lucky um, so far. We've been able to to convince the other. Yeah. Like... Uh, <laughs> make this less complicated. <laughs> um, yeah, we have this, this... I mean, it's crazy. The first... I mean, it's crazy. The first... The sixth... The first seed didn't even make it to the quarterfinals. Neither did the second or the third. Uh, for, um, Fourth was Toy Story. That one made it. Uh, but the first seed was Spirited Away. And that one got knocked out Um, by The Wind Rises. What an <laughs> yeah. upset. That was an upset. Yeah. Um, and I... Again, I need to rewatch Spirited
1: Away, but... Uh... I think I'm going again for which one I would probably put on first. Uh, And And that's just not fair, because I'd pick The Incredibles. Yeah. Um, Man, I think these are both very important movies. I think Only Yesterday is a super important character study. Um, I think it does a lot for animation, because, like I was saying earlier, a lot of people will probably discount this movie because it's it's a cartoon, but it's still a very important movie, uh, animated or not. Um, but I can also say the same for The Incredibles. I think a lot of people look at The Incredibles and go, oh, it's just a, a kid's superhero movie, but there's a lot here. Oh, yeah. A, like a lot. A lot to say about, like, familial issues. Um, I think you can put this up there with, like, some of the best superhero movies that are live action. Oh, yeah. Like, I could watch this and watch Avengers Endgame, you know?
0: Yeah, that's a great. I mean, you could double feature these with even Nipsey
1: U movies, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh,. Oh, that just makes it harder because now I'm thinking
0: about both the I'm thinking about the importance of both of these movies. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm talking myself so I'm talking myself into the Incredibles. Um, yeah. Only yesterday, I mean, I think I've said that at all already. Um, dialogue, animation, uh, character study, um, acting—it's mm. all there. Um, the the final five minutes of that is, I mean such a gut punch, such an emotional ride. And I'm making it sound like it's sad. No, it's a really happy ending and it's, it'll hit you in the gut and it'll make you feel, feel really good. Um, it'll make you
1: cry tears of joy versus Kaguya, which will just make you cry and punch something.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And be mad. (laughs) Um, yeah. Uh, the Incredibles though, I think such a complex convoluted story that, somehow stays on track Mm -hmm. um so much going on such a large lot of things to cover and they do it almost perfectly i mean so so well yeah it it feels like they're jamming i love a movie when you think it feels and when it feels like it's jammed but um that's just because it's going over all its shit so fast right um and it has so much more to say than everything on the surface level Um, and the action, the characters, the voice acting, again, uh, it's all there. I mean, there's not too much wrong with the Incredibles. Um, uh, Syndrome is kind of a weak villain, but he's not as weak as the second villain. As the second movie villain. Um, I do like how Syndrome is a, is a product of, um, Bob's, um, arrogance. Yeah. Um, uh, and just a product of superheroes in general. Right. Um, yeah, I think I don't think I'm gonna feel too bad about saying The Incredibles. Yeah, I
1: don't think so either.
0: All right, so we have the 14th seed up against, um, the hold on, the 21st seed, and no. the finals. The so finals. that means they like they beat out. And again, we have Pixar versus Ghibli <laughs> right at the end. That's so perfect. That's great. That's perfect. I, did, well, I promise you guys we did not plan this out at all. This is the first time I'm even looking at a lot of these decisions. Um, and, oh boy.
1: This, really, this is what it comes down to. What it
0: comes down to, man. Yeah. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this one bit. Uh, do we choose Ghibli or do we choose Pixar? Right. Do we choose Kiki's or The Incredibles? I think, um... So I think we have to make statements about um, Ghibli. I, I, well, we've kind of... I think, um... As a whole, Ghibli has the quality there. Oh, for Almost sure. consistently has quality. Sometimes it's better than others, um, but it's almost always there. Um, Pixar has... Fun storytelling... um you know, it's not all the mark isn't always there, but they're always very unique. Mm-hmm. Um, their animation always blows everyone else's out of the water. Um, uh, their storytelling—I think I already said something. Uh, I said something about that. Um, when they're on their game, I think Pixar can make better movies than Ghibli. Mm-hmm. But Ghibli is usually always on their game, right? Um, it's hard to find a Ghibli movie not to like.
1: Right, there's not a single Ghibli movie I can think about. Even the the weaker ones for me, like Ponyo, I can I still think are phenomenal movies. Yeah,
0: I mean, Ocean Waves was the only mo- uh, Ghibli movie I watched and was like, eh. Yeah. You know, it was and okay. and I wasn't even that's and I wasn't even really watching it. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Yeah, I don't. Uh, do. I don't know how I pick this one. I, I can't, because they're both the same level of quality. Yeah. Um, the same level of fun. Um, the Incredibles has such a humor to it. Mm-hmm. But Kiki has such a delightness about it. And it just makes you feel good inside. Right. But The Incredibles will make you laugh and feel good and have fun. Um, these are deservedly got to the final for a reason yeah um i yeah i can say that
1: i am super satisfied with what movies got to the finals i don't yeah. think either of these movies i think some of them
0: i think some movies got taken out a bit too early but what can some you did, do yeah uh what can you do you know
1: we had some rough pairings especially in that in that uh
0: like that i said i run. think finding nemo deserved to get a little bit further than it did but you yeah. know early round upsets um yeah. it I went up against kiki you know yeah and that's tough and Kiki went on to win the whole thing. Is going on to almost win the whole thing. Right. Well, who knows? Uh, I might have given myself away there. Uh, <laughs> sh- I do not know. I cannot. I'm still not leaning one way or the other in my head. No, dude. Uh, now, now I'm considering everything.
1: I'm considering like the movie's message, the the performance, the acting, the animation,
0: what I grew up liking more. Um. Yeah. This is. <laughs> Uh, We've been saying it all podcasts, but this is a tough one. And I think this is the the first time where it's actually tough. Yeah. Uh, We're still thinking about it. I'm still not one way or the other yet. Um, Uh, I don't know what else I can say about these movies at this point. Um, um, I wish we could, like, phone a friend or something. Yeah, I got my (laughs) wife over there. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh man, okay. Um, I I, re- I legitimately don't know. Yeah, dude. I'm legitimately confused here. I'm scared. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to pick. Um, God, what what else can we say about these movies that we already haven't said? Um, um,
1: um I would say that the Incredibles. Uh, I think. Something we didn't really point out. I mean, we kind of talked about it. Uh, I think it's a very good movie, uh, no matter what age you are, you know? Yeah. I think that... Because I, I saw this in theaters with my whole family, uh, and my dad loved it. He loved it so much, he wanted to go see it again. Yeah. Like, and I was like, well, that's pretty cool. So we, we went and watched it again the next weekend. Um, and even when the second one came out, we we were, like, talking about it, like, oh, man, I can't wait. Like, this is... This is, like, this is years in the making um, so I think there definitely is, uh, an impact there that, that's farther, that goes farther than animation or a kid's movie.
0: Um, yeah, that's for sure. The Incredibles has a spot in popular culture for sure. Oh yeah. They, um, and that's, Kiki might as well, but it's not nearly as big as the Incredibles. Really. Um, Man. I, 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 I'm leaning toward Kiki, I think. Yeah. I, I don't... I'm still going back and forth. Uh, this We've been on this now for five minutes. Uh, <laughs> this is ridiculous. I should have had some idea of what I want. I think I'm leaning toward Kiki. This might be our, our tiebreaker because
1: I think I'm leaning toward The Incredibles.
0: All right, um, yeah, I think I'm going to stick with Kiki, and you're going to stick with The Incredibles. Yeah. I'm going to pull in a third party and have them dispute this. All right. All right. Um, so, without telling you who picked what, we're stuck between Kiki's Delivery Service and The Incredibles. Um,
2: That's not cool. It's <laughs> not. But, um, That's a lot of pressure. And it's, fun-
0: it's funny, too. I think, uh, so earlier. Uh,
2: okay, okay. Can I just tell you what my gut instinct is to say?
0: Yeah, go for it. The
2: Incredibles.
0: Ooh, yeah. I
2: have more emotional attachment to it. Sure. Um, personally, because um, I only saw Kiki's delivery service for the first time this year. Mm-hmm. The Incredibles, I've been watching, like, on repeat for my entire life. So... Sure.
0: Um, okay. Uh, well, that'll make it easy. Uh, yeah for
2: <laughs> that's that's my gut instinct I mean yeah I guess I
0: uh, yeah no no yeah um
2: <sighs> I'm guessing you or s- er, he said Kiki you said incredibles yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it looks like I I, I, I I don't know how I can make a case for Kiki um yeah, I, know. I mean I said I've said literally all I can say about it um we I mean
2: oh I just finished watching Grave of the fireflies.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, that that one <sighs>
2: that emotionally destroyed me.
0: The Incredibles beat that one that movie.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, we decided that even though the Grave of the Fireflies is
2: it was excellent, incredibly
0: important. Yeah. I think uh, it's more of an experience than it is a movie, yeah. and I think The Incredibles is such a great mm-hmm. ex- movie. Um, I agree. Um, I think that's why we chose The Incredibles. This was this is a tough one though because we shot. Both
1: Kiki's and The Incredibles. Kiki's farther. Like Kiki's, I think was in round two, mm-hmm. uh, and we shot it up to the final round. Like it beat out a lot of really good movies yeah. purely
0: because of like Kiki beat connection. Finding Nemo. That wasn't fair. For, like that was <laughs> yeah, round that's not two. Fair at all. That was round <laughs> two. That was round two. We had to choose between that, those two, and um, I, I I said earlier I think Finding Nemo deserved to get go a little bit further, but it got knocked out in the first round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. Kiki all the way from like uh all the way from down freaking town though. <laughs> yeah, Wait, yeah, they, she started in the in a uh in round. We had like 15 player rounds. All right, Um Yeah, I, I guess that's it. I guess The Incredibles wins. That was wins. the last one? That was you the last the wins
2: one. Wins as the best movie?
0: Pixar wins. Yeah. Pixar fucking wins. <laughs> uh it's great. Um so we get to the round of of we get to the third round. And there's nine Ghibli movies and four and five uh, Pixar movies, right? And we get to this round, and then there's equal amount. There's four Pixar movies, four Ghibli movies. We yeah. get to this round, two, four, and two. Two, two and two. We get to this round, two and one. Wow, and only one. only
2: yeah. yesterday got very far.
0: Yes, it did. Yeah. It it beat out How's Moving Castle. We talked ourselves that into that one.
2: I,
1: that was a tough one.
2: Personally, but... I don't think I would have gone
0: with that as but... as someone who has seen both of them for the first time this year yeah I probably I think only yesterday is a is a better movie um, overall I think Howell's Moving Castle is definitely more watchable in fact any movie is probably more watchable than only yesterday <laughs> uh, but I think only yesterday uh, I think only yesterday is just so such a great character study. Such a unique Ghibli movie. Dialogue is amazing and excellent. Uh, Daisy Ridley's performance is excellent. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've said it 15 times now, but <laughs> the the last five minutes of that movie make it for me. I mean, I was on board for most of it, that movie that entire time, but that mm-hmm. five, last five minute you know, uh, musical piece plays and I'm like 100% in love with that movie by the mm-hmm. end of it. Yeah. And, and, yeah, it it's crazy how five minutes can change a movie like that, can change mm-hmm. your opinion of a movie.
2: Yeah. Um, I think I need to watch Only Yesterday again because there were parts of it that I was only kind of half paying attention to because there's definitely, like, slow parts of that movie. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I think it deserves a rewatch, I think
0: uh, I think uh, I, t- I chose Kiki. I have a dear love for Kiki. Yeah. But I think you guys are right. I think The Incredibles is just on, as a movie experience in general, I think mm-hmm. it's just more there. Yeah. yeah. Um so that's it. The Incredibles <laughs> wins. Um and that that is our first bracket. Um this is something I thought of a while ago. Uh well the idea of brackets for a long ago and then um I w- I really wanted to do it with the best of the decade, but I don't want to wait and get through all the years and then do it, you know. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad that we did this. This was so much fun. This, this was, was a, a ridiculous of amount of fun.
1: <laughs> this felt like, um, nearly in there, it felt like having to choose between which child you want to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it wasn't fun. Some of these weren't. Like, Toy Story beat,
0: uh, Kiki beat Deli- Toy Story. Oh, God. That was hard. And we Kiki got a, beat Inside Out. We it had beat a, Nausicaa. Uh, it beat Finding Nemo. I, Where is that? I I think I might have drove Kiki. Over.
2: <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe just a little bit. <laughs>
1: we had Toy Story and Toy Story Four, and that was surprisingly a much more difficult yeah, discussion to have yeah. than we thought it was going to be. Yeah, we were on that I mean, one that one for five minutes. I think yeah, Toy
2: Story is one of the only franchises where the sequels actually like hold up and continue to hold up compared oh, to yeah. the, compared to the first movie, like. I, it's one of the only... and expand upon
0: it. I think yeah, because I, I think the f- first story the is incredibly simple co- compared to the rest of them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, um, but yeah, I am. I hope you guys like this. Um, we are we in the midst of doing. I've been saying this for months now, but we are in the midst of doing our social media awareness and getting like on the social media. <laughs> I do. We do have a a a, um, a Reddit. I'm, um, and I'm working on a Twitter. Uh, I think Adonis is going to run the Twitter, and I'll not run the Reddit. Um, and then we'll probably have a Facebook and a Discord soon. But um, if you'd like that, and if you can email us or tell us in some way or shape or fashion, just let <laughs> us know. Um, if you are out there listening, and yeah, I appreciate you guys listening. I we're gonna do we're gonna go through a couple more years, yeah. and then we'll do another one. Uh, do you wanna? Did do, do did we decide on if we were doing that? Do you want to do that? I think it'll be a lot of fun. No, which which one we were doing though? Uh, we talked about
1: Nolan. Uh, yeah,
0: I think okay. I think we're gonna say it here. Um, we're gonna do Nolan versus Tarantino next. Yeah. Christopher Nolan versus Tarantino next. I think they are both excellent directors. And, a lot behind
1: them. A lot. And, and there
0: is they're just different enough, and they have their own style. Where I think it'll be a great matchup, um, but be prepared i'm gonna c- come hard on uh, hard for for nolan yeah. yeah my dick is gonna be so hard it's just gonna be all right nolan it's gonna have nolan's name on it and you know uh so yeah i uh, be ready tarantino you're gonna have a hard time beating out beating out all of these guys yeah um but yeah that is the road to ten thousand. i have not watched any movies since last week uh i've been re-watching movies um since last week recorded but uh we are still at the same watch list and uh yeah. Uh that that's that's it. So we got anything else we wanna say? I
2: have to sneeze. Oh? I'm holding it in. Uh, how it's long okay, it, it's passing. How <laughs> long <laughs> can you hold it in
1: for? Imagine the watermelon in your brain. I hear that's uh, supposed to stop.
0: Yeah. Um yeah. <sighs> I don't know how to I'm I don't know how to end a podcast apparently. Um <laughs> but yeah, this is the road to ten thousand. Um I'm a Donna. I'm a Richard. I'm I'm Adonis. I'm I'm not Adonis. I'm Richard. I guess I'm
2: Donna.
0: (laughs) And this is Donna joining us in the last minute to uh, break our hearts and uh, (laughs) decide decide for us. Uh, Thank you for listening. You guys have a great rest of your day.